Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And today we're going to teach you how to tell, tell your, your story. story. So to kick off with our how to handle players, how would you handle the rules lawyer? Right. So to find the rules lawyer first, simply this. The rules lawyer is the person that knows the rules perhaps better than you do. They've memorized half of the whole entire books. Or the entire book, and they know everything about it. And you're maybe a fledgling GM, and you're just trying to come into your own, and they've been a GM for 20 years, and they know all the rules, and you know some of them. Or even you're just a seasoned GM, and they just love D&D so much as a player that they've memorized half the player's handbook. Exactly. So, first thing I normally do with those people is I use them as a resource. I will very openly say, hey... What do you think? How do you think that would work if they're amicable to me? Um, I would also have conversations with them outside of the game and maybe run some things past them. Not that would ruin anything, but just a, hey, so what would you think would happen if you did X, Y, Z, and then this other thing happened? And normally the rules lawyer is very happy to help because they're like, oh, 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 yeah, there's a weird errata on that or something weird. And they tell you, right? Um, I would say like the polymorph spell, no matter what version of D&D you're in, is just a, a book, is just a complicated spell that has more errata and more written about it that actually makes it even more complex than mm-hmm. the actual problem. That said, the rules lawyer is a great person to deal with if you're going to be doing anything like with polymorph or if you're going to do this ancient relic or something. Um, that you're going to use, you may want to run it past them because they they'll be the first one to scoff at it. Um, and just say, hey, if somebody running an ancient relic, is there any really good tips and tricks on how to roll, roll one of those up? And of course, you're going to know, oh, yeah, it's in the DMG on page XYZ. Or, oh, no, there's this article by so-and-so that, no, you know, to deal with that. Perfect. Thank you very much. And now they feel like they've been a part of it. So they're less likely to, um, well, to be mean. They're less likely to crap on your idea as soon as you bring it up because they kind of helped you make it. And that's exactly kind of how I'd like to deal with a rules lawyer is not heavy handed, but more of a how do I partner with the rules lawyer to help me out? I'll even do the same thing on things I even know the answer to just to find just to make sure that the rules lawyer and me are on the same page. So now what happens when you and the rules lawyer are not on the same page? Because that's where really where the problem is. Well, hopefully you have some rapport with them um, through doing the stuff I just talked about already. Let's say you come across something and you're ruling and they're saying, no, it can't work that way because of, and then they start bringing up really also weird errata or maybe even maybe some common sense stuff. You have two choices. One, agree with them and walk your stuff back. There's no problem with that. I mean, there really isn't. Um, Like if you... You know, you wanted to do a sneak attack on somebody and do a lot of damage, and then you realize that that person really actually can't be sneak attacked because they have, you know, they're they have a you know a spot and a listen of you know way more than your rogue could have ever even rolled, and they would at least get some sort of passive skill with it, which would be a ten plus, and even with ten plus, they're still going to determine it. Well, you might want to walk it back. Because otherwise, now you're taking away player agency. To me, player agency, player free will is the biggest thing you need to protect. Mm-hmm. So I try not to do this like, Rogue comes out of nowhere and he attacks your thing. Okay. Was he invisible? No. Okay, I got a 32 on my spot before I even roll. Because I'm a level 20 druid or something crazy. Like, yep. I, what is he? There's no way, right? Oh, he's a level 15 rogue. 
Yeah, no way. What's his passive stealth? Like, what yeah. did you roll for your stealth? My, my animal companion has scent. He mm-hmm. would have smelled him coming. Which way was the wind blowing? Like, seriously. You know what I mean? He also shares some of my skills. He can also hear, like, no tomorrow. Like, no one ho- no one heard any. This is ridiculous. He snuck into a camp full of people, and not one person saw him pass. And he's not invisible and hovering. Yeah, I doubt that. I mean, so there's a thing where it's like, if you and the rules lawyer come into contention, I normally like to think about it from physics perspective. Yes, even with magic. So if I try to imagine a fireball going off, what would be the effects? Right? It's like an explosion. Okay. So what would happen? And this is also why sometimes, you know, if you have, again, another rules lawyer case. Okay, there's a nuclear explosion. Right? You're a D20 modern. There's a nuclear explosion. And your roguelike character has improved evasion. So he makes his check. And it's a nuclear explosion. The entire town's gone. But he takes no damage. No. He's dead too because it was a nuclear explosion. There's nothing he could hide behind that's going to save him from the town literally turning into ash. Yeah. You or know? the other way you could argue that is, okay, so you so you survived all the damage. Now you have to deal with the nuclear fallout. Yeah. I mean, but chances are it's like if you're ground zero, I don't care mm-hmm. how awesome you are and your skills, you're dead. Yeah. There are certain things, there are certain weapons that – but the rules – would say, oh, well, I would get a dex, or I'd get some sort of acrobatic, or I'd get some sort of like reflex save, or I'd get some sort of save, wouldn't I? Yes. Sure, but, but it's, it's so abnormally high yeah. that you're not going to survive this. Yeah. So unless somehow you sidestep 17 miles outside of the city in literally one second of time, like you are dead. And again, it's one of those things where. If you make a rule that's going to uh, horribly detriment and affect your player, they need to be able to roll against it. Just flat out. There's no other ways around it. And that's when your rules lawyer typically gets the most angry. Is not because you're doing the minor infractions. They're letting those go. It's just a pet peeve of theirs that you're not doing the weird stuff of plus and minuses on the listen check or something dumb. You know, some sort of perception check. Like, shouldn't there be pluses and minuses on that? Yeah, I'm not caring. I'm just going to keep going. Fine. That person will overlook it. But when you start doing major things out of the blue for story plot device that remove all sorts of agency, free will, and their ability to roll against you, that's when the rules lawyer is going to rear his ugly head and make your life a living hell. And I think that's totally legit. Mm -hmm. So if you're having problems with the rules lawyer, ask yourself, are they nitpicking on things that don't matter? And if you think the answer is yes, pull them aside after the game and ask, why is that a big deal? Mm -hmm. And maybe it's a little bit of knowledge on your your part to learn the rules a little bit better and realize that actually, you know, if you are down a hallway and you are, you know, around a corner, you will have penalties to be able to hear something. Because that's how life is. That's physics again, right? Sound is bouncing off and it's it's getting less and less as you go forward. This is why if somebody's screaming at the park three miles from my house, I probably can't hear them because there's enough buildings and stuff between me and them that just that dampen that scream. Or just enough air. Just enough air. But if I'm in the park, there's nothing there. I can hear it. And so that, that has to be taken into account. Physics is a thing. And so that's how I look at it. So if you, if you, if you and your rules lawyer are going at it, pull them aside, ask them what the problem is, and you're going to get an earphone that's going to be very attacking. That's fine. 
then when they're done, just go like, let them like, Hey, look, I'm going to let you vent for a second. I get that. It's a really big deal to you. And I'm trying to actually make it better. I don't want to actually have a fight with you. I just want to know how we can work together, how we can make it better and what rule you think I'm breaking in such a way that's causing this sort of disruption. Cause I want to actually have fun and I want to have a better time. And if it means I need to learn the rules a little better to do that, I'm willing to do that. But I also would like you to maybe lax off on nitpicking every single rule that I'm missing because that's not fun for anybody either. So can we figure out a way to work together? And that is how I would deal with a rules lawyer is I'd become their friend and I would stop um, removing any agency or free will from my players, which would cause them to totally get into a rancor. Thanks. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to SkullRPG.com.